This is a life-changing message from Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. More information about Abundant Life can be found at www.alcc1.org. Now, let's join Pastor Jack Miller. God has prescribed for you what you need. He's examined you, and he's realized that what you need is his medicine. Now, prescription is this. My vitamin D says I got to take it every week at the, at, on this day. Just every week, just take one. All right? I'm going to tell you, God's medicine says you got to take this every day. It's your prescription. Everyone has the same one. Look what he says. Uh, give me the amplifier, please. Is that amplifier? And so this is God's medicine. Real quick, I got to go. My son, is that the KJV or the Amplifier? Okay, glory to God. All right. Turn with me to the Amplifier, or let me turn. All right. Look what the Bible says. Look what the Bible says. My son, attend to my words. Consent and submit to my sayings. Let them not depart from your sight. This is prescription. This is a prescription being written for you with your name on it. And he said, let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. Keep them in the center of your heart, for they are life to those who find them and healing and health to all their flesh. Keep. Now, what, this is the part I really like. Uh, uh, for he said, for life and those who find them and healing and health to all their flesh. But watch this. Keep and guard your heart with all villages and above all. All that you guard for out of it. Now watch this child. Of God. Look at this. For out of it flows the springs of life. Did y'all hear that? Out of it flows things. Your life is going to be better because of what you're thinking about. Turn with me to Romans 8 and 6. Romans 8 and 6. God wants us to think about his thoughts. He wants us to put our thoughts on him. Because when we think about different things, he said we become carnally minded. And you and I have to live a life of spiritually minded versus carnally minded. Look what the Bible says. Oh, glory to God. When you get there, say amen. Romans 8 and 6, and now the mind of the flesh. Let's go back to KJV. Glory to God. Let's put it up there for him. Well, I tell you what, leave it right there right now. Now the mind of the flesh, which is, is sense and reason without the Holy Spirit. Look what he says. The mind of the flesh is without the Holy Ghost. So you're making decisions based on what someone else has said without the Holy Ghost. That's a problem. Look what the Bible says. is death, death that compromises all the miseries arising from sin. Everything that comes from that decision is sin. Both here and hereafter. Oh, man, that's good, Father. Oh, man, he told me to go back to what we said earlier. He said the sound is gone. He said, just have patience, just wait on that, and it's going to happen for you like that. That's how it happens when you're controlling your atmosphere. You just keep doing what you're doing. You just keep doing what you're doing, you just wait. You just have patience and wait. Things will change. That noise will go away. The banging will stop. Oh, man, somebody's going to receive that today. The banging will stop. Come on now, because you control the atmosphere. God said, I already made it so you can do that. I've given you the I've given you the tools to operate with. Now you do it. 
Well, y'all follow me on that? See, I could have that all day and sit here and complain. I wish that would stop. I just wish it would stop. And then you have the power to do it, but you won't. Man, that's good. See, you're walking around with the authority and everything and not using it. Don't your neighbor say, I know that's right. Glory to God. Man, I'm, I'm receiving. I don't know if you. For now, now watch this. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and soul peace both now and forever. All right. Let's go back to KJV, please. Real quick. Look what it says. Because I want to show you this. You're trapped in an image that is not God's. And you're wondering why. See, you're still thinking about your old you. You're not you. You're not that old you. As long as you think about the old you, you're going to have a stronghold that's going to prevent you from receiving from God. I mean, I'm going to mess with you. Glory to God. Father said, he said, yeah. He said, you even need, you know, he said, forgetting those things which are behind. He said, you even got to forget yesterday. He said, you still, oh man, oh man, that's good, Father. He said, the problem you're having, a lot of problems you're having is you're still remembering yesterday. Your focus is on what happened, even what I've done for you. You'll stop running from me because you'll start admiring, living in the blessing, not moving towards the next. He said, I even want you, I want you to remember that and move on. Oh, that happened? That was good. Hey, listen, next, next mountain. I don't know if you ever noticed this. When you speak to the one mountain, there's always that one that you didn't see on the back end. Amen. So you have little time to rejoice. Wow, God, you're so awesome. Man, look at you, God. Man, <laughs> It works. It works. What is that? <laughs> Come on, somebody. He give you a little bit of time. Just relax. Enjoy. Man, look at me. Look, God is good. Ain't I good? Yes, you are good. God, God there's another one. Somebody say amen. And, he, and see what he had just did is he just took you to that one. He said, keep going because we're going to another level. You see what he's doing? And so every mountain I speak to, it takes me to another position in Christ. Come on, somebody. It ain't about you. It's about him. It's about me perfecting that image of Christ in me. Oh, no, y'all missed what I just said. It's about you perfecting the image of Christ in you. Amen. That's why you got a lot of lying going on now. See, because they're trying to build up a stronghold in you to lie. So it becomes easy. Well, my cousin lied. Well, hey, hey just because your cousin lied, you're going to lie too? Somebody say amen. amen. <laughs> Philippians 2.5. When I'm a spiritually minded, it means that I have a mindset that is like God. Somebody say amen. amen. I think like him. All right, look what Philippians 2 and 5 said. He said this, come on, uh, Philippians 2 and 5. Glory to God. Let this, everybody ready to read real quick. Which was also in Christ Jesus. Man, when you talk about that mind being in you, that's a whole different game now. You want, can I tell you a little secret? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Come on, wake up. Look at Pastor. When we show you how to tell how close you are to God. Because, see, you want that mind to be in you, right? 
All right. Let me show you how. Can, can, I, can, I, can I give you a barometer? How many of y'all want it just to be close to you? All right. Okay. How many of y'all want to be close to God? Now, come on now. Now, I know some of y'all said, nah, I don't want to do that. See, because being close to God, watch this, watch this. I got to tell you. He said, if you draw nigh to me, I'll draw nigh to you. Want me to tell you how to be close to God? Want me to show you how to to determine how close you are to God? You ready? Two things. How you obey and how you love. It is good. Because now I'm getting ready to come down the road. (laughs) Amen. See, because... Things happen to you to see if you really love God and love people. See, because you got to love people that don't love you. See, the true test of do you love God is when you have to love people that don't love you. People that don't speak to you, you still got to, I love you. Man, isn't that tough? Folk who know you, they want to hug you, but they got the dagger waiting for you. <laughs> and the ones behind you go, no, they get ready to get you. Uh-huh. And you be like, no, I got to love them. You know what I mean? You got to be careful because, see, at that point, you're just starting to find out. See, it's easy to love. See, see oh, no, don't go there. It's easy to love everybody who love you. That's why some people just love hanging around family because family love you. Most of your family love you regardless. But real friends, you ever make that real friend that'll tell you about your business? Amen. That's love. You know, that's the, and see, that's, that's when you really want it. See, because you know, that's when you really see somebody really loves me because they're willing to put our relationship on the line just to tell me the truth. Now, make sure it's the truth versus your fallacy. Somebody say amen. amen. Does that make sense? But when I have to love somebody that gives me that number one sign. Come on now. Y'all know I have to deal with that one. And see, see, that's the one the Lord works with me with. I, you know, when I get behind that wheel, he's working with me. He said, yeah, come on, let's do this. Here we go again. Every time I get behind it, it's, it's, it's like, come on, hey, Jesus, hey, Lord. Amen. And, you know, see, because I think, and you know, I, you know, you ever do something. I was at the uh, shopping center the other week. I ain't even tell you. Yesterday, uh, last week I was at the shopping center and I was pulling out, right? I was pulling out. And you know how you pull out? Cause I was pulling out like this, right? And I was coming up to stop. Now, I'm in the right of way. And the girl pulled in. My wife always get on me. The, guy, the girl pulled in. It was a lady. If you're here tonight, if you watch me, I'm telling on you right now. <laughs> and she pulled like she had a truck. I mean, like she had an 18, 18 wheeler. And I said to myself, I said, and I did, you know how you just react and you go, hey, you know. And I did it like that and she was like, whoa. I was like, that was ignorant. <laughs> what she was doing, she was like, ooh, I took up all the space. And I was like, yeah, but why are you going to do that? You see what I mean? And so, you know, first thought comes to mind, you should back right up. Come on, oh, I'm the only one to get them thoughts. Yeah, yeah, I had to cast down thoughts, and that thought came. Why don't you back up, go and back up. Go and get with her. And I said, nah, nah, glory to God. God gets no glory out of that. 
Somebody say amen. amen. See, because if I don't pass, I'm going to get another one. And they keep coming. So I got to pass. So I'm like, hey, now you all right. Praise God. Amen. Because Lord knows she may come. And she may, oh, I cut him off. Ooh, glory to God. Does that make sense? All right. So I have to, again, cast down thought that are not like God's word, not like God. Somebody say amen. All right. Let's go on. All right. Turn with me to. Uh, so I got to have the same mind of Christ. That's what I was trying to get to. I got to have the mind of Christ. Let this mind be in you, which is also where in Christ Jesus. Turn to Colossians three and two, please. Keep writing these down. See, because my mindset determines. I want you to get that. My mindset determines decisions. Destiny and deliverance. Where I am, where my where I am in my mind determines where I live. You know, I got to say things to you that's strong. Um, if you're living a hate filled life, it's because you're meditating on that. Does that make sense? If you're living a condemnation life, it's because you're thinking about that. There are a lot of things that are happening in your life because you're meditating on those things and you're becoming what you think. Amen. All right. Set your affection. Look at the Bible. See what it says. Set your what? Affection. Set your what? Affection. Come on, everybody say it again. Set your affection. on the things where? Above. Not on the things on the earth. All right. So cars don't move me. There are certain things that don't move me. My affection is in heaven. Somebody say amen. amen. And that's where I need to set that. Turn with me again to Romans 8, please. Let's go down the whole scripture. Let's read that whole part of it. Romans 8. And let's write these few things down. I was giving them to you at another place, but now we got we to gotta dig in. Somebody say amen. amen. Romans 8 and 4 says yes. Look what it says. Let's, let's read down. and We're going to read down to the 10th verse, okay? All right. See, because we're getting out of that carnal mindset and we're getting into the spiritual mindset. We're right there. Look at what the Bible says, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. Everybody, come on. Keep keep turning for they that are after the flesh. Now, do you all see this for they that are after the what? flesh do mind the things of the flesh, but they that are after the the things of the Next verse, please. Let's keep going. For the carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Amen. So when I'm living the spiritual lifestyle, I get life and, and I get peace. Somebody say amen. Somebody told me that the other day. Remember on Wednesday we talked about it? Somebody say they, uh, somebody was prophesying. Uh, they was prophesying. Amen. And I was listening to that on the radio and they were like, and, they, and I tell you what I told them on Wednesday. And they said, this year, this is going to be the year of peace for you. And see, they changed their voice and made it real spiritual. When they said, this is going to be the year of peace for you. Everything that you need is going to be peaceful. God's already given. God's, God's blessed. He's sending peace your way right now. Here comes peace. Just receive it right now. Peace. This is the year. Of peace. And God told me she lied to you. You know. And I said what? He said see. The difference is truth and a lie. He said the enemy ain't going to come to you. And tell you I'm telling you a lie. Amen. He said to be spiritually minded. Is life and peace. 
Did you catch what he just said? Not that I've already sent peace, but I need you to receive it in the spiritual mindset of it. If you keep your mind stayed on him, you'll have peace. Come on. So, you know, the scripture. So you don't have to tell me it's coming. All I got to do is put my mind on it. Somebody say amen. Amen. Does that make sense? So you got to be careful what you're allowing. See, because that starts to be a stronghold. And then I'm thinking, I'm sitting around thinking it's coming. It's coming. I just can't wait. It's coming. I'm just sit here and wait for it. It's coming. And God said, no, put your mind on me. And see, you're not receiving. And now you get mad with God because you didn't receive because you believed a lie. Somebody say amen. All right. Next verse, please. Quickly, quickly. All right. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. That for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. See, the fleshly mind can't get with God. Next verse. You know this. So then they that are in the flesh, look at this, cannot do what? Everybody ready to read So then they cannot please God because you won't walk by faith. Somebody say, I know that's right. Next verse, please. Nine. 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 Just keep calling that thing. I may not have got what I want when I wanted, but I kept calling. I didn't give up. But ye are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. If so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Now, if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is. Next verse, please. Ten. And if Christ be in you, the body is dead because of sin. But the spirit is life because of righteousness. So he tells me I have to be spiritually minded. Say, I must be be spiritually minded. minded. Write this down. A carnal mind is a mindset that is against God's word. A spiritual mind lines up with God's word. A carnal mind is against God's word. Carnal minded is against God's word. When we're born again. God restores our right to choose whether or not to sin. That's strong. When we're born again, we now have a right to choose. I don't have to. See, when you're living in sin, you don't have no right. You just do it. Because you're still in sin. You're under that bondage of sin. You're under that, 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 that hand of the enemy. Somebody say amen. But the hand of God, you have a choice. Somebody say, I have a choice. All right. That's why God tells me all the time to renew my mind with his words, not mine, not a song, his word. Somebody say amen. Amen. If the song don't uh, imitate God's word, then I'm not supposed to renew my mind with that song. Somebody say amen. All right. (laughs) Glory to God. Write this now. My identity or when my identity is in Christ. This is strong. When my identity is in Christ, what I what I've done, what I do does not change who I am. It's a little strong. I'm going to show you that because we have to go now. Am I out of time? I am. Oh Lord. Okay. When my identity. I'll say that again. And when my identity is in Christ, what what I do does not change who I am. When my identity now, you got to listen to that first part of that because that'll mess you up on the back end. 
My identity is in Christ. That means I've accepted him as my savior. I'm, I'm allowing him to lead God and direct me to the place I need to go. Watch this. See, because now who I was, who I was before I got to this point does not define me. See, because a lot of the reason why you can't move, a lot of us can't move forward is because we're letting our past define who we are. That was good. That is good. And see, when you allow your past to define who you are, you'll stay right in that rut. Can I show you something? It, it amazes me about Paul. Uh, and and I, I, I told folk this before. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians. I'm sorry. 2 Corinthians 7 and 1, please. And uh, get ready to go to Acts 8. I tell you what, let's go to Acts. I tell you what, before we go to 2 Corinthians 7 and 1, we're going to end up right here. And let's go to Acts 8. Let's go to Acts 8 because we're getting to that place where we have to recognize and understand that I have to see myself the way God sees me. Amen. See, because once I see myself the way God sees me, it allows me to operate in the way that God wants me to operate. See, depression comes in when I'm not seeing myself the way that God sees me. You know where suicide comes from? Suicide really comes from when you don't see yourself the way that God tells you who you are. You've allowed someone else to paint an image of who you are. You see what I mean? And see, when you're not who you say you are, you'll try to get out of that area or out of that body. And Saul was consenting. Look at this. Acts 8 and 1. Everybody ready to read this? Look at this. Y'all, I tell you what. This is what I want you to do. Just listen and watch me show it to you. All right. Or let the Holy Ghost. Let me read it. I'll say it like that. Holy Ghost has got to be the one to show it to you. And Saul was consenting unto his death. All right. Now, who is Saul? Saul is Paul. Everybody stand up. I'm almost done. Glory to God. I'm only, yeah, <laughs> I like you, Pam. Pam said, I knew it wasn't the front row. <laughs> so Pam goes like this, who was it? Lord, oh God. Amen. Everybody touch one another. All right. Say, we only got five. Hang in there. Amen. Go ahead and sit down, y'all. Go ahead and sit down. Amen. Y'all right? Amen. Amen. Glory to God. <laughs> hang in there. Hang in there. Amen. See, you know, the reason why I make you stand up, too, is to break the monotony of it and to, to get the enemy off your track. Amen. Amen. Because he, that means he just came to steal the word. Right. You know, if he's doing like this to you, if he's telling you don't pay attention, that's when you should. Right. When he tells you to look at the clock, see how much time we got left, that's when you should be really paying attention because he's stealing. Does that make sense? You got to be careful. Amen. The enemy, you know, I, you know, I've been in church. I, I've had to sit here too, like you, and I've done everything I had to do so I could hear. Amen. Amen. Because, and you know, I mean, and I had to sneak candy out the wrapper, uh-huh. hoping the usher didn't catch me. <laughs> Can I tell you a story real fast that broke me up? I was head usher. I was head usher one night. Uh, on Wednesday night, I was hit usher, and uh, I was—I was, you know, I was just running, running, running. 
And so I'm here usher, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know, when you hit usher, you controlling the floor, you like, let's get, I got one, I got one. I sit down. And I, you're just cool, man. You're cool, man. Back in the day, we were cool when we ushered. We were like, no. You know, thank you. Then you turn back around. Does it be the name of the Lord? I, but you know, one time, Pastor was preaching. I was sitting right there. I'll never forget it. I was sitting right there. I was sitting right there. I was sitting right there. Pastor was preaching, man. And he was preaching, man. He was teaching. And I was like this. I was like, come on, help me, help me. Mm, go, man of God, go. You know when he preaching, you know he's in it. And you're like, preach. You better preach. Mm. And they just kept, like somebody put 20 pounds on me. And he kept preaching. And I'm like, man, he preaching. And then, uh, and then I, and my, my job was control, control this area and control first lady. Help first lady. Whatever first lady needed, I was supposed to be there for. Next thing I know, pastor was preaching. I was like, man, he in there. <laughs> and then, then I woke up. Then I woke up and I said, ah! first lady was gone. Man, my heart's going. And look, I couldn't even hear the word now because I'm like, ah, I know the rapture didn't happen because we're all still here. And, and he preaching and he's like, I'm really, and I'm like, oh, God, if he saw it, she saw it. And, and, and came in my mind. He said, yeah. And the enemy told me, yep. Yeah. What she did was turned around, looked at you and said, ah, he's asleep <laughs> and went on out and got whatever she had to do. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And, you know, and I was tripping that whole time. I had to get with him after service and say, I am so sorry. Because I, I know I wasn't supposed to be asleep on the job. That's the time when the enemy comes in. And see, things happen when you sleep. Things that were right in front of you now disappear. Because you sleep. Lessons learned on the way to glory. All right. <laughs> Ah, glory to God, glory to God, amen. All right, now watch this, watch this. I got to let you go, amen. But hey, more of the story, don't go sleep. Amen. <laughs> amen. I learned that from there, man. Never again. Then, then ever, ever since then, it's like this. Right, right, right. <laughs> you swore I had toothpicks. Now, and look, I made myself look at other ushers. They woke. <laughs> I'm hollering at them now. I'm like, if it can happen to me, it can happen to you. <laughs> and I was in charge. Amen. And Saul was consenting. Watch this, y'all. Look at this. And see, but I, lo- I lose myself from that image. That mistake didn't hold me there. I got free from that. You know, and next week I was back on the job and I was back doing what I was supposed to be doing. Amen. I earned their trust back, you know, that, and, you know, they could trust me. Watch this. See, why am I telling you that? Because images will get in your mind that will block the word of God from getting in. Because you allow those images. And I want to show you how Paul was. Now, you got to read this section first. And Saul was consenting. Listen to me. And Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution against the church, which was at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered abroad throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the the apostles. All right. Now, did you see in the first verse where we see that Paul is doing some things? Paul's a bad dude or Saul. At this time, he's Saul, but he's a bad dude. 
If you're a Christian, you don't want to run into Paul. I mean, Saul, Saul at this time. All right. Saul is that dude. You know, once he finds out you're a believer, he's like, yeah, we're going to whoop that out of you. All right. Now watch this. And a devout man carried Stephen, Stephen to his burial and made great lamentation over him. Now, Paul standing there. Y'all remember Stephen? Stephen said, don't hold this to their charge. Right, right, when they right, were stoning right. him, yeah. there was a guy standing in the background. His name was Saul. You got to see this, man. But Saul knew he got revelation of God, man. And when he got revelation on God on that road to Damascus, we get that same revelation now with the word that he says that God says through him. Watch this. And devout men carried Stephen. Okay. As for Saul, he made havoc of the church. Once he found out there was some place where they were meeting, things going on, he going to come in busted up. Of the church entering into every house and hailing men and women, committing them to prison. So when you serve God, then Saul was that guy behind the scene throwing you in jail. And sometimes he's busting up in your house, throwing you in jail. Breaking up the church. That was his job. You're not Saul. That was a good one. But that's revelation. What I just said. You're not Saul. You should be living your life as Paul. You don't come in here, break up. You don't go in somebody else's place and break up. All right. Watch this. Man, that was good. Second Corinthians seven. Watch this. So did we see Paul was a bad dude? You uh, Saul. (laughs) Oh, do y'all catch what? See, all who was Trudy. Trudy said it. Who else said it? Who else said Paul? No, I said Saul, and you corrected me and said Paul. I mean, you, I said Paul. I said Paul, and you corrected me and said Saul. Who was that? That was you. No, I want, I want to get you. Who was it? That was you. That was you. But you heard Trudy say it, too. Trudy, you said it, too. I was watching you, Trudy. Don't play, play now. When I said put your hand up, now you don't want to put your hand up because I said I want to know who you was. I want to know who it was that said it. So it was you and Trudy. Somebody over here. Okay, okay. So I got three of y'all. Four of y'all. Five. Oh! Oh, now we got to get some strength and numbers. Like, numbers is going to scare me. Numbers good. So you said it too? You said so? Trudy said so? Yeah, I'm, a, I'm coming back. You said so? All right, who over here said it? Smart mouth. So you said Saul, try to correct me. Saul, who else? You said Saul, try to correct me. Praise and worship leader, try to. Ah, oh, <laughs> Well, we'll be looking for somebody else. No, um, okay. But, okay, but you said it. Why did you say it? Oh, but see, see, that's what I'm saying. So that's what you said. Now, they didn't hear you over here, so I'm going to go over here. All right, because there's something in what they said. Why'd you say it? Saul was the bad one. Is that what you say? Why did you say it? Saul was that dude. Trudy, do you get that revelation? Trudy said, I ain't saying nothing. Because the way you acted like you were seriously going to come hit me. No, I'm not, girl. Now, but now what, what we're seeing is they kept correcting me saying, no, Saul, mm-hmm. because they were saying 
Saul was a different guy than Paul. But he's that same guy. Even though he's got a different name, was he the same guy in flesh? You see that? You see that, darling? But you got to see, once he met God, he became Paul. That's you. That old you don't define you. Come on now. You see what I'm saying? You're living on the old you. And, and we got to correct you. That, no, 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 no. That, like with me, that was Zach. Right. <laughs> Can I get a witness? Yeah. Hey, that was Zach. That wasn't Jack. <laughs> no, you need it. You know, amen. No, that's it. You know, that was Zach back then. That, was, that, was, that wasn't Jack. That was Zach. And see, you need to correct folks. No, that was Zach. You know, and see, you could correct, like Trudy, Trudy was correcting me. You could correct me and say, no, 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 this is a different time. Watch this, 2 Corinthians 7, 1. I'm going to show you this before we go. See, because this is going to help you get free from a lot of strongholds So, because you can walk in what God has for you now. Amen. Come on now. Hello? Amen. I mean, you are who God says you are. Amen. You can do what he says you can do. Stop letting the enemy speak lies to you. Look with the Bible. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit. So he says you can clean yourself through the blood, perfecting holiness. He said perfecting holiness in the fear of God. That fear is reverence and respect of God. Watch this. Next second verse. Receive us. This is the part I always I always tell folk this gives me. Receive us. This who's speaking? Paul. So Paul is saying, we have wronged no man. Did y'all catch what it just said? Because over there in uh, uh, Acts, Acts 8, we just saw he he, he was whooping up some tail. He's going in houses, tearing up some things. But here in the second Corinthians, he's telling the Corinthians church, I ain't did nothing to nobody. Does that make you go, hmm? Is is he lying? You know, ain't this the same guy? You know, you you see what he's doing? And you go, oh, my God, wait a minute, he ain't wrong nobody? You know, wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You remember when he first came on the scene? Man, a guy didn't want to go around him. He's like, no, that's, that's, you remember, that's Saul. But God had to tell him, no, that's Paul now. Hey, man, this is a new guy, man. And look what he said. Receive us. He tell, he tell him, you got to receive me now. He said, we have wronged no man. We have corrupted. We have defrauded. When you know who you are in Christ, you can make some bold statements. Regardless of where you came from. Amen. Don't let people keep you where you were. Amen. Don't. Matter of fact, leave that alone. That was the old lifestyle. You don't live there anymore. Somebody say amen. Amen. Hey, I'm out of time. I thank you for yours. Amen. (laughs) Glory to God. Did you get blessed? I know I did. 
The proceeding is a recording by the teaching ministry of Abundant Life Christian Center in Newark, Delaware. If this has been a blessing to you and you wish to sow into our ministry, you may send a check or money order made payable to Abundant Life Christian Center or ALCC at P.O. Box 415, Bear, Delaware, 19701. Thank you for listening. And remember, Satan is defeated, darkness is dispelled, and Jesus Christ is Lord. Thank you.